0: Hello and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome back to Tech Champagne. I'm Elisa Wilcox, your host. And today's topic is a tough one. I am keeping it real today. If you are an entrepreneur, and you have struggled with the ebbs and flows of emotions, money, um, energy, frustration, (laughs) all the things that comes along with being an entrepreneur, today's podcast episode is for you. I'm excited. I'm not sugarcoating things today. I am going to keep it real, which I love doing with my clients. I love doing that with my audience. I love doing that when I speak on stages. I want to keep it real. I know we see a lot of smoke and mirrors on social media where everyone is making millions of dollars and everyone's super pumped all the time and they are high energy, high success. It just, it doesn't work that way. And I'm going to tell you the real, real today. Um, today's podcast episode is inspired by my therapist. (laughs) I love talking about therapy. I think anybody who desires therapy should be in therapy. I'm a huge, huge, huge fan. Couples therapy, individual therapy, family therapy, all the therapies. Give it all to me. I love me some therapy. So today was a very good therapy session, and I decided to take some of what I talked about today in my therapy session and bring it to the Tech Champagne podcast. The Tech Champagne podcast is a tool to help online entrepreneurs, and I don't want to just talk about your systems and automation, your sales funnels, and your income goals. I also want to talk about the journey of being a human being on this little roller coaster we call being an entrepreneur, (laughs) right? It is good and it is bad and it is everything in between and I wouldn't change it for anything. However, I'm going to break down some real stuff for you guys today that you may not realize happens for entrepreneurs who have been in the game for a while. I have been running my business for 12 years. I have seen some things in my 12 years. And so today I want to talk about uh, some of the good and bad about being an entrepreneur And how that relates to your mental health and some tools that you can use to make improvements, get support, find your happy place. Okay, that's what we are doing today. So I want to start with a really short story. Last night, I hung out with some friends. I went to a really lovely dinner party And it was super fun. And I was with a friend of mine who used to be an entrepreneur. And she is currently working at a corporate job that she's been at for a few years. And she loves it. And her coworker was there at this dinner. And they were talking about um, this internal system their company has for rewarding people and recognizing them for the good work that they do. It's like a little token. They email it. They get kudos. They get there's some money associated with it. Managers can give it to their people, vice versa, all that. So I was sitting there listening to this conversation going, you know what? I really miss things like that. Things that exist in corporate jobs that don't exist when we own our own businesses. I don't have anyone here in my living room <laughs> who's going to email me a sticker or a, a gif or a gift certificate <laughs> or a Starbucks card <laughs> or any of that, right? It's just us kind of plugging along in our own silos just making things happen. So I was sitting there listening. I'm like, gosh, I really miss stuff like that. I don't miss it enough (laughs) to go back to 40 hours a week, certainly. But those kinds of things can really make us second guess ourselves in being an entrepreneur. That was a little feeling I had last night. I had a little bit of FOMO about being back in the corporate world because there are some really great perks, right? There's some fun things. They get like catered meals three times a week. <laughs> they get all the perks um, that tech companies offer their employees. And it was pretty cool to listen to. And I was I was like, oh, that sounds fun. And I even asked them, I said, can you bring guests to lunch? They're like, oh my gosh, of course. We could always bring guests to lunch. I was like, damn it. <laughs> so many perks. <laughs> the perks just don't end. So it was really fun. And then today in therapy, we were talking about it a little bit. And I said, you know, sometimes it's difficult on my mental health to feel isolated as I do a lot of days, not most days, but certainly a lot of days. And so we talked about that a little bit, you know, and we talked about kind of what we see on social media. We see people talking about money, how much money they're making. We see people talk about how much success they're having. We see people talk about all these launches, whether they're good or bad. They're talking about progress, right? And they're really not talking about the human element of being an entrepreneur. So things we don't talk about on our social media, on our platforms, we don't talk about the loneliness that often exists when you're an entrepreneur. We don't talk about fatigue that happens when you have accidentally taken on too many clients or the fatigue that happens because you are on the hustle because you don't have enough clients. There's fatigue either way there. And we also don't talk about the FOMO of watching our friends in these corporate jobs have things like catered meals and box seats at the Dodgers game. That's something I saw on Instagram the other day. I was like, oh man, I remember those days. So, so, so fun. Yeah. So those kinds of things that we can have a little bit of FOMO there. And those things are really not being talked about on social media. And so I want to dig into a few of those because being an entrepreneur is a journey, right? Everybody starts in a different place. And I don't want you to assume that entrepreneur, I always get this word wrong. the entrepreneurial spirit, <laughs> say that 10 times fast, comes from you know, a place where you feel balanced and healthy and energized. You're like, we, I'm gonna start an online business. I'm gonna quit my job. I'm just feeling so pumped about life. You know, I've got a 100k in the bank saved up just waiting for a new home. Like that's not how it works <laughs> all the time. I'm sure there are people that have started businesses with capital and with support and with a game plan, maybe even a business plan, which I've never had in my life because in my opinion they change all the time. So what's the point? Um so that journey is different for everybody. My journey, I'm pretty open about this, started when I was getting divorced and selling my house and had very little money to my name and I knew in my heart, I didn't want to go to work every day. I didn't want to. I knew I wanted freedom. I knew I wanted a flexible schedule. And at that time, going through my divorce, I really started to struggle with mental health, which meant that for me to get out of bed and go to work every morning as a sales rep who has to be bubbly and social (laughs) and sell things, (laughs) that was not going to happen. It was absolutely not going to happen. I could barely get out of bed and wash my face every morning. Sometimes it didn't happen at all. Sometimes I would sit and watch Netflix for three, four or five hours because I was depressed and my mental health was suffering. So that is when I decided to start my own business, mainly so I could create some flexibility in my schedule so I could take care of myself because I knew going to work every day, I was not going to be efficient at all. And I was totally honest with my boss. And I said, this is what's happening in my life. I really need a leave of absence. And- He agreed. He was so kind and said, how much would you like? The limit is eight weeks. And I said, eight weeks. So he said, great, take it. So I took it (laughs) and I took it and I took a lot of downtime. I did start to sign clients. My business started as a social media consultancy and I started to sign a few clients here and there, not a lot, but a few here and there. And that money was very timely and very helpful in what I was going through, but I certainly did not have a hundred K sitting in a bank account and all this support for starting a new business. It was quite the opposite of that. So what did happen, this is another thing people don't talk about is I would get part-time job here and there at the beginning of my business, probably for the first, I don't know, two years, I would work a temp jobs, save up a little bit of money. I would work, you know, six, I think I had a 12 month temp job for someone that was taking an extended sabbatical or something like that. Um, And that allowed me to fill in the gaps financially. It gave me somewhere I had to be, people I could talk to, some social interaction. So I would sprinkle that in as needed. But here's the thing. If you have an entrepreneurial spirit and working for someone else is not what you want to be doing, you're not going to perform well if you get a job. You're just not. I did not perform well. I got fired. I don't know how many times. The temp jobs were great for me because I knew that I was only going to be there for you know two, three months. But the longer term jobs, oh gosh, I just didn't want to be there. I would go in late. Um, I didn't want to follow someone else's schedule. I didn't want to be limited by the amount of money I was allowed to make. That really hit a button for me <laughs> and it made me angry. I also didn't want to just sit and do mundane tasks all day. So, I did get fired, I think more than once, because I was just not wanting to work in a nine to five job. I knew that. I knew that. And here's what I did want I wanted to create my own schedule, I wanted to create flexibility. And because my mental health was suffering so severely at that time, I knew that it was life or death for me at that point. And I'm not being dramatic but i knew i was in a place where i had to really take care of myself right it's our it's our responsibility to take care of ourselves whatever we need it's up to us to say hey i need this hey can you help me with this it's up to us to find resources to support ourselves so i knew that i could find that support somehow i didn't know how because i was new to being an entrepreneur So I stopped taking those jobs that I wasn't good at, (laughs) that I did not authentically want anyway. And I just put all my energy into finding clients, running my business, figuring it out. I had to just figure it out. So in that list of things that I did want, like I said, I wanted to create my own schedule. I wanted to create flexibility. And I knew to take care of myself during that time, I had to create time for things that I love, like walks, morning walks. At nine in the morning or 10 in the morning or whenever I decided to get out of bed, I needed to create time for therapy. I think I was going to therapy twice a week at that point. Every week, I needed to create time for exercise. I needed to create time for sunshine. You know, if you want an instant mood lifter, go outside. (laughs) It's really hard to be super sad and angry laying in the sunshine uh, sunshine is really good for the soul. I also had to create time for coffee dates because we're social creatures as human beings. And with isolation comes depression. So what I would do is reach out to some friends and just make one or two coffee dates for the week. You know, really good friends, friends that knew what I was going through friends that would be like, Hey, show up in your pajamas. I don't care. (laughs) Show up in your hoodie, And no makeup and your dark sunglasses. We can sit and have tea in the morning (laughs) and have a conversation. So that was what was really important to me. And as an entrepreneur, you know, going along this journey, fighting that isolation has been an ongoing theme. I feel it. I felt it today. I talked about it in therapy today. You know, I meet with all my clients on Zoom. It's once in a blue moon while I meet someone in person because my clients are, you know, on the interwebs. So they're they're all over the map, literally all over the map. So that can be really difficult. So we talked today about a solution for when you feel isolated. So if this is you, if you're an entrepreneur and you are feeling isolated right now, maybe you have a great business that you love that lights you up every day, but maybe you feel isolated because you're not seeing a lot of people. You don't have coworkers. You know, we don't have this social environment that exists in in the office, right? In the workplace. So here are some solutions. Go out and find some people. (laughs) Get back to the coffee dates. That's something I stopped a long time ago. And so in therapy today, I'm like, you know what? I need to get back to my coffee dates with my friends. I have lots of friends who are entrepreneurs who can meet for coffee at any time of day. So I need to get back to that. I need to write a list of my hobbies because I've gotten away from that after COVID, a lot of things you know, shut down or took a break, meaning like sports, get togethers, things like that. So I need to get back to that. I need to get back to that. I'm a lifelong soccer player. There are adult soccer teams here in Santa Barbara. So that is on my action list to get back on a team. That's going to help feeling, you know, with the feeling of isolation and general mood. (laughs) It's really difficult again, to be, you know, sad, depressed, Lonely when you've just run around and gotten all your endorphins through the roof for the last 90 minutes. You know, that's a good thing to do. So, exercise. I love swimming. I love playing soccer. I love hiking. I love going for long walks, all of it. So, that's going to be something that's on my action list. Uh, And I talk with my clients often about this. I have had many clients over the years who have spent their 50 to an hour minute Uh, 50 to 60 minute Zoom session with me for their weekly meeting, crying. I have had many clients spend their entire session crying to me. And you know what? I am here for it. I am here for all of it. We are human beings first before we are uh, business owners, right? And part of that is being emotional. And this is why I love working with women in particular, because we allow our emotions to let out. We do. If I'm going to cry you're going to see it. (laughs) It is okay. And I always tell my clients that they apologize. Don't apologize. Just tell me what you're feeling. It's okay to cry. I'm not a therapist. So every, all my clients know that I'm not a therapist, so I'm not going to advise as a therapist would. However, I am here to listen and I'm going to tell you that you're a human being. And this is all part of the journey because it is, you know, being an entrepreneur is a huge growth experience on all levels. So if you have a coach and you have meetings and you're like, oh gosh, I just don't feel like I can do my meeting today because I'm feeling sad, depressed, isolated. Do your meeting. Don't cancel your meeting. Your coach wants to support you. We'll help talk you through it. We'll help comfort you and tell you that you're not the first person to cry on their meeting. And you're certainly not the first entrepreneur to feel big feelings around your business, sadness, depression, all of it, all of it. And if you are prone to depression, being an entrepreneur can be really difficult and depression looks different for everybody. So, you know, this is definitely a topic that is better suited for a therapist, but it was a topic today in my therapy session. So we talked about how difficult it can be. To be an entrepreneur, and I think in many ways it is much easier to go to work nine to five, right? When you, I talked to a client about this a few a few weeks ago. She was having some feelings about uh, some fear around the growth of her business, and I said, "You are a brave woman, sister, because this is not easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it." I told her, I said, "It's it's easier in a lot of ways to walk into someone else's building at nine in the morning." sit at your desk, go to lunch at whatever time, 12 o'clock, come back at one, go home at five or six or whatever that looks like and check out and not think about it and just do tasks all day that don't mean anything to you, but they certainly mean a lot to this company, hopefully, and make money for someone else, <laughs> right? Isn't it easier to do that in a lot of ways? It's a lot easier to do that because you're just on autopilot. You're not really making a huge difference for yourself. You're, you're you're going to work, you're checking the box, you're getting paid whatever that rate is, and there's a cap on it. <laughs> there's a cap on it. You know, maybe you're getting your insurance benefits, all those sort of things are handled for you. Maybe you have a parking spot with your name on it. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you get catered lunches and, you know, rewards from your bosses. Great. Great. That is the thing. I have done it. I did it for many years. And As challenging as being an entrepreneur can be, I would choose it every day, every single day. And I do, I do choose it every day. Any one of us could go get a job, right? Any one of us could go get a job. But I know if I went back and got a job now because it feels easier, I would make a hell of a lot less money. I would have way less time in my day than I have now. And I would be miserable and I would get fired anyway. So what's the point? (laughs) All right, let's be real. Alisa would get fired if she got a job. Tell all your friends. (laughs) Anyway, so that is my topic of the day. Let's talk about mental health for entrepreneurs more, shall we? Can we put it out on our social media more? Can we have discussions about it with our clients more? It is part of the journey. So if you are in therapy, I applaud you. I support you. I feel like it should just be required for being a human being. (laughs) Let's all go to therapy. So today the topic in therapy um, was feeling isolated and depressed being an entrepreneur. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. So I hope this story is helpful to you. I hope if you are struggling with isolation and depression, anxiety, those sort of things, and you're an entrepreneur, I hope, hope you feel heard right now and supported because you're not alone. You're certainly not alone and businesses that are making you know, hundred K, 500 K millions every year, which is possible for all of us, right? All of us, anyone listening to this podcast is capable of all of that, but just know that there's also the part of it that means that is being a human being. So let's not sugarcoat and just say we're all rolling money all the time because while I like money and I teach people how to make a lot of it and I make a lot of it. I also want to acknowledge that we're all human beings and we're on the same journey together. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope you found some value in this podcast and I appreciate you being a tech champagne listener. I really love making episodes for you and I love all the feedback. So enjoy your day and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.